Hello and welcome to another edition of the Mindshare Mentorship Podcast. I'm Kevin Whelan and today is episode 101. Thanks again for joining me. Today I want to talk to you about a concept called that I sort of coined today actually and coined is kind of uh, you'll see it's it's got a double meaning in just a second. Um, but during a call with uh, one of my coaching clients, I was talking about having a kind of a, a set of services and offerings that, that kind of uh, makes it so that someone can basically go in and they either start at the very top or somewhere along the process. And then uh, there's basically, it allows them to kind of fall to the right category, the right product or service for them. And I'll explain what that means in a minute and what this language means. So basically the analogy that I used was kind of like a coin sorter. Uh, and if, if you've ever seen one of these coin sorters, the way it works is you can put a bunch of inputs, so a bunch of coins into the very top of the of the bucket. And then it kind of, as you shake it around, it kind of falls down to the lowest, uh, the lowest kind of section of the um, of the, the sorter that it can fit in based on the size of the coin, of course. And that's roughly what a coin sorter does. I don't think I have to explain uh, what that means. Um, but all this to say is that, you know, I think there's a, the, the typical way of describing what I'm kind of getting at here is kind of like having a product or a service ladder where, you know, the very bottom rung is something very inexpensive and the very top rung is something very high and people can kind of jump in and maybe move their way up the ladder as they get more advanced or whatever else. Right now, the, the coin sorter technique is sort of, or, or sorry, way of thinking about it is, is really just, is very similar in theory, but the way it works in a sales context is someone comes in as a lead or a prospect and they go into the very top of your bucket, if you will. And that doesn't mean you you actually have to talk to them on a sales one-to-one um, -one call, starting them at the very top offer and then seeing if it's for them and then if not, moving them down. Really what they're going to do is sort of self-select. They're going to go through your, um, your series of options and then they'll reach out to you and see kind of which one of a couple maybe are right for them, depending on how many you have in this kind of ladder or this, this series of options. So the very, very top, you might have like your CMO offer and that's probably your highest end offer. That's the generally the highest time intensity and or the, the biggest client. And sometimes those are related. Sometimes they aren't for me, the, the CMO kind of package tends to have a couple calls a week at least, uh, as well as access to everyone, uh, everyone on the team will have access to me if they have questions. Questions, and there just tends to be a lot more involved in the way of, you know, uh, access and, and work that's involved. So I kind of reserve that for clients that are a little bigger, have a little more money to spend and have a lot higher, high degree of needs where I need to jump in, dedicate more time. And then there's a price on it. And that price is usually a starting at price. Everything else is a fixed price, but, but that, that high level tier, you know, because it, the, the upside or the, first of all, the upside for you, as well as the uh, potential for the workload to increase uh, is infinite, right? To the extent that you want to take on bigger or more complex clients. Now, the highest tier, the CMO tier in my case, and this may be something different for you, the helicopter option, as I might call it, uh, is basically there to do a few things. One is to price anchor the rest of your services to make them look reasonably priced. Two, it's to be expensive enough that you can justify really diving in for those clients that really need a lot of your time and attention. And sometimes that's just the case. There's a, a big urgency or a big uh, pivot that needs to be done. And so that's there to kind of give the most service that you can. And then you can price it based on a minimum. And then it can go up from there, depending on how big the company is, or the problem is, or the value of that problem is. So that's your highest uh, level offer. And then by having it there, let's say it's seven or $10,000 a month or five or a number that is you know bigger than you're used to. Um, first of all, it allows you a meaningful amount of money to compensate you for the, the amount invested as well as the value you're providing. But it also makes the rest of your services look a lot cheaper. So if the next tier on the list is say the advisor program, and the, you call it whatever you want, but it's sort of an advisory thing, uh, it's a li little less intensive, a little less... Um, 
you doing work and research and kind of rolling up your sleeves. There's a little less of that. It's more like you have a program and uh, you're going to run that program over a course of time, but you're going to leave a lot of that work to the client in order to do the research and do a bunch of kind of just all the legwork, right? You're really not doing your own kind of auditing, deep dive auditing formal process there. You might review things and kind of come up with your own recommendations, but you're not really going really, really deep and doing competitive analysis. At least you're not doing that independently. It's not your homework. You're not going to provide a big deliverable at the end of it. Uh, but you may do a little bit of, you know, research and, and work just to get your head around the, 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 the challenges and, and audit and whatever, whatever needs to be done for them. So that might be your second project and maybe that's, or your second offer. And maybe that's, you know, $3,000 a month, but when you put, and that may seem higher or low to certain people, but when you put it beside the seven or $10,000 CMO package, that looks really, really cheap. And really what people are saying is, well, I get 80% of the benefit for a third of the price. And that's really nice. So it actually kind of positions that service as, which is your kind of, for me, it's my main service. It's that second second level advisory service, it kind of positions that as, uh, as like kind of the go-to option. And then, you know, the other thing might be overkill for some people and, and the advisor package might be overkill for others, but at least it positions the rest of your services as most of the value and, and much less of the cost. So that's a good thing, right? Uh, and also part of this is that, you know, as someone is in the CMO program, I try not to work with clients at that level for very long, you know, six months at a maximum to kind of create some change, maybe a little longer or a little less depending on the client. And then I like to move them into a more even keel advisory sort of retainer. And that costs a little bit less for the client and they stick around a little longer and we can make change happen slowly over time or at the speed that they're willing to go at, I should say. So I don't arbitrarily slow things down, but because I'm not running the show, uh, I'm just there to kind of advise along the way. I can really move at any project along at the speed of, of my client. And that's, that's kind of how it's constructed based on how I do work and what I'll implement and what I'll do and what I won't do. Uh, so, um, the advisor tier. So what happens is you can downsell into the advisor tier after they've been on the CMO tier for a while, which frees up more of your time and you get you know more of your time back and you can work with multiple advisory clients at a time. You will plateau if you're at that high level with more than two or three clients, probably depending on what your service is uh, for very long. So that's kind of how I look at it. So then your advisor tier, that's your second one. Uh, maybe it's two or three grand, four grand, whatever. Um, and that's, yeah, process focused. Maybe fewer people have access to you. Maybe uh, you're, you're on less calls. Maybe you're on one call per week or one call every other week, depending on the service. Um, you, you know, but you still provide most of the value otherwise. And that's a good, a really good option, really good value, really good price. Uh, people can stick with that for a long time. The third tier then is, is more of a coaching Thing, at least in my world. So what that would mean is instead of me and the, and, the, and, the, and the company and I'm running my process and leading the engagement and working with a whole bunch of people in the company, it's really a one-to-one -one thing. So usually a lot of the strategic work is kind of out of the way. They maybe have some more tactical needs or just some oversight. And really it's like downside risk mitigation, risk avoidance, as well as just kind of nurturing uh, maybe a marketing manager or ensuring the company kind of stays on the rails with the plans uh, over time. So each of these becomes a, a downsell option. So rather than clients being like, you know what, I don't think this is worth six, seven thousand, ten thousand dollars anymore, or I don't even think I can, you know, we, there's not enough real work or value to 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 pay six or sorry three or four thousand. Uh, what else do you have? And that gives people a kind of a slow descent into eventually not needing you anymore or just working at a level of service that they need that gives them the most value for the, the time that they're putting in or the money. So that's your, your three top three options, your CMO, your advisor, and then coach. Uh, and of course, these can be completely different for you. Um, you know, with your coaching, maybe you give access to your Rolodex or your, your list of suppliers, which maybe you should. I, I kind of like to do that. Uh, but maybe you won't, get, like for one of the things that I don't do is I won't get on, on supplier phone calls with them. It's it's purely a one-to-one. -one. I don't do big strategic work uh, with, with the CEO or whomever or 
or sometimes I'm advising directly to the CEO, that's fine, but it's really a one-to-one -one engagement. So whereas the advisor program, you're on my schedule, you're on my program, I'm telling you what's going on, we're leading by that way. Um, and a few people have access to me and I'll get on supplier calls and I'll introduce people and that sort of thing. Whereas the coaching thing is really a one-to-one -one development um, and kind of just making sure you're on the right track. So that's kind of how you can, you can plan that. And that's usually the way things go. So if you've worked with someone at the CMO level for a while and they kind of need to downgrade, that's cool. And if they need to downgrade again from the advisor level, uh, into the coaching program they could go sometimes that just happens where you've built the system and now they have a marketing manager and they just need some guidance and just kind of want to keep moving along and developing themselves their career and their work and that's a really great uh, offer for, for them as well what's next so now you've kind of got three things so you can kind of see that um, rather than kind of climbing up this ladder you're kind of letting people start at the top of the bucket and sort of sift their way through down the level of services that you have. Um, ideally, obviously, they're not just going to fall to the very bottom when they need something much higher. And that's the cool part about it. So the fourth program or the fourth thing might be a kind of a group uh, program. And so like I do small group coaching with up to five people at a time, which works really well. Uh, that replaces one client at, say, the advisory level. Um, you could also do membership programs or that sort of thing, which would be kind of a a lower level of, of a group program. And usually that means you've got some level of training, whether that's pre-recorded or live, and then ongoing kind of help and one, uh, one to, to few, a small group kind of feedback and guidance along the way, which is really valuable because they get to learn from you, they get to learn from your process, like that you've, you know, your training, and then they also get to learn from one another. A step below that would be like a strategy audit roadmap kind of engagement. So this is usually a one-off event and this is, it can be any size. You might have multiple of them, but you know, this is something that's in the range of three to $10,000 and that can work really well also. And uh, yeah, that's, you know, typically I won't sell too many of those. I'd rather be, I'd rather dive in and work with clients and bake this into an advisory retainer. So the way I price that is eventually uh, I basically say, well, you know, this strategy audit roadmap is 10 grand, but working together, you're going to spend three or four or 5,000 per month. So, and then we'll do that in the first six weeks anyway. So you kind of, if you, if you plan to have help over time, which, which most people just want to, then this is the better value. But if you decide you just want to do that one-off project as a way of evaluating what's going on and you're capable at execution, that's an option there for you. But having it be at somewhere like the $10,000 range, really price anchors the value of that thing. Uh, it could even be much higher depending on who your client is. Um, so price anchors the value of that and makes the rest of your advisory services look look a lot cheaper. So why would I spend 10 grand when I could spend three grand a month on the advisor plan and basically get the same thing as well as ongoing kind of handholding and support and all the access to the people and all kinds of other values. So that that's what makes it a no-brainer. I really don't like doing one-off uh, strategy out of roadmap projects. They're just a lot of work. So just derails like it just it become it become highly consuming and I don't really want to do that but I will for the right amount of money and you know, all that good stuff so that's the strategy and then then below that I might have calls so strategy calls which are anywhere between four and six hundred seven hundred dollars depending on again you and, and the market you serve and what that could be is something like I'll prepare in advance I'll record the calls uh, I'll we'll, we'll, we'll agree on some takeaways and some homework for you, and then you can have access to say either an inexpensive um, group program that we have, like a like a membership thing, or uh, or whatever, or for three months. So like kind of time boxing some other kind of benefits. So you throw in as much as you can on top of that, which makes the value of those uh, group coaching services pretty pretty convenient. Uh, so that's the that's the calls, and then um, and then after that, I would put in custom. And occasionally, there are someone who comes in and they're looking for something that's just not what you what you offer. I would still, you know, in this particular example, they were saying that someone had uh, a need to kind of get into uh, a different kind of marketing, and 
and they didn't have a, a, a program just for that one channel in terms of you know guiding them through that that uh, that channel. And I was kind of like, well, obviously you could you could just coach them on this particular thing but maybe you can open up conversations and and say like do you need kind of you know why not do the coaching program the one-to-one program where i can teach you all that stuff and you'll have the benefit of being able to run other things by me and show me stuff and get some kind of feedback outside of that single channel so if you're looking for a result that's sometimes a really nice way to kind of capture that result without um uh, without limiting yourself unnecessarily. So if it's going to net out to be say $4,000 for just that, that channel, you know, guidance and how to roll that out. Um, why not just make it $7,500 over six months? We can do all that. Plus look at some other things and you get a bunch of other benefits as well. So ideally, and this is kind of where this kind of whole topic came from. Ideally you let people go in and that coin consider the coaching level because the price is right. They get that plus a lot more value. Uh, rather than finding them all the way to the bottom, looking for a custom project that's going to end up costing them a large part of what that coaching would do. And what that does is it, it flattens out your revenue a little bit, gives you a little more predictability, a little more recurring revenue for a longer period of time. But then that also flattens out your workload, which makes your life just calm, easy, straightforward, predictable. And that's, that's how I like to operate. So that's kind of how I design the business. Um, and it works really well for my clients who tend to can only implement so much at one time anyway. So we might as well um, flatten it out a bit. And yeah, and then the last thing on that list would be your products of some kind. So if you've got a book, an info product, a course, uh, something that doesn't require any of your own personal intervention to deliver, those are obviously highly valuable. And those come as a, as a product of working with people in your consulting, coaching engagements. And eventually you develop your methodology into ways that you can package it up, sell it, and, uh, and deliver and have someone be able to DIY it because you've refined it so much that you can basically put it all on paper and anyone can follow those, those kind of ideas. So that's the methodology piece and that underpins all of the rest of the stuff. And in order to have a lot of these, in order to sell products, in order to sell expensive strategy calls, in order to uh, do group coaching, in order to have, you know, high ticket CMO and advisory stuff, it really helps to have a, a degree of specialization that is rare so that you're not seen as a, say, marketing manager, you're seen as a marketing advisor or marketing kind of a fractional CMO. And uh, that's sort of the crux of the whole the whole game. So if you have a very clear, specific, ideally a niche focus on one, one particular industry, that's going to really help uh, become a very rare category where you can blend all these things and apply to a very sub-specific level and be the only person, the best person out there to uh, to, to solve the things that you, you uh, aim to solve. So that's that's the playbook guys and then once you have once you have all of that kind of mapped out in terms of through your client engagements you know what happens for a second third fourth what does the system look like what pieces need to be involved in that system like i you know i share with a lot of you a few of my templates and then um i've shared i share with my group coaching and one-to-one coaching my my playbook for co-working and uh, that just kind of shows you that like over time you can really just sort of package your ip in a way that uh, becomes more and more predictable and systemized and just gives you all the ingredients, all the documents, the processes and that sort of stuff. Later, you can package that into a client engagement or sorry, into an info product. And that's the whole name of the game. But it does rely on that niche factor and doing some coaching and consulting long enough to be able to harden the quality of your of your info products. Obviously, that may not be super necessary for everybody, but, uh, you know, usually you don't you don't come up with a, a formula or a system that works until you've really dialed it in with a, a set number of clients over time. So anyway, that's the whole the whole gamut. So I think, yeah, product ladder is another way to look at this. But because there's this sort of down sell factor, yes, there's an upsell factor, but because they kind of start at the top, you know, leads come in and they look at your website and you price them in that order or you list them in that order from highest to lowest. Um, 
Ideally, it should be obvious which one kind of fits best for them, although there might be a few rungs in the ladder below the top level that they would be best suited for. So yeah, between that and downsells and upsells, um, I like to see it as kind of a coin sorter. And ideally, we're not just jumping to custom projects. We're trying to see if they'll first land at, say, a coaching level or an advisory level, a broader level, and then you know, as things go, not the broadest, but a broader level. And then as things go down through the pipes, uh, that's when you can get right into the granular details, right down to the, 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 the strategy calls or, or the, the individual uh, services. And that's it, my friends. Uh, I hope this has been helpful to you. If you're designing your own kind of uh, coin sorter uh, product or service ladder, whatever we call this, uh, let me know if you need help. You know, drop that question into the group and uh, share a link with something that you're working on. Uh, I've talked in the past about how to kind of use your sales process to inform all of your services. So I would recommend definitely not creating your products or services in isolation, but instead to interview people who are coming in as leads, telling you they need what you can help them with, and then seeing what their actual needs and destination goals are. Uh, because there's a lot of, uh, a lot of things you, you just have no idea that that's a, like that, that would be valuable for them. So I always say, don't build a product or service based on your own head, build it on what the market is actually telling you and use their real words and, uh, and shape it around that plus your own intuition and your own background and experiences, of course. And that's it. Uh, I hope this has been helpful. Leave a comment below. And as always, if you have a friend or a colleague who would uh, be interested in learning how to sell their head, not their hands as a fractional CMO, as an advisor, as a consultant, or even as an agency owner who wants to sell more execution as opposed to delivering the work, which is a great mix, uh, or as a freelancer who wants to kind of move up the ladder, systemize the work they do, and maybe start start an agency or or sell their expertise instead of their hands as they get busier and busier, or just to get better at their client services or uh, the work that they provide. Uh, you know, there's obviously a broad category here, but the, the pinnacle of this is selling your your expertise and not your hands, and that's the whole goal. So if you know someone who's kind of in that evolutionary process uh, with you, drop them a link to mindshare.fm. Let me know that you did that, and uh, we'll see if we can uh, save you a couple months on the back end. Okay, I look forward to talking to you again soon. Bye for now.